Hey everybody, welcome back to the Yona Pod. It is I, Evan, one of your co-hosts, uh, newcomer to all things Yona. I have kind of started cheating a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and by that, I mean, first of all, had a bad day last week and was like, I want to do something that would make me happy. So I started re- uh, reading these next two chapters for this episode. And I just finished the the whole arc. Uh, it ha- I'm going to try very hard um, not to pull an Alex and talk about something that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Well, I always cut those out when I do that. Oh, you so do? Okay. Know. Sorry, I've shamed my co-host. Which, speaking of, there's my co-host. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm caught up, obviously, because I keep spoiling things. <laughs> and also, which leads to my next uh, confession about not being as virginal in my spoilers as I was before. So I kind of made up this new rule where I was like, well, <laughs> if I stumble upon spoilers naturally, I can look at them, which is the, which was the case with the few other times this has happened, like the time I went on TV tropes and accidentally mm-hmm. saw something. So I just happened to be on my Twitter feed and Alex had reblogged the scanlation of the latest episode, uh, latest chapter and everybody was kind of freaking out about it. And I was like, oh, what is happening? And I was like, well, this tweet was right here. So I clicked on it and read it. And of course, I have no fucking context for like anything that's going on, but was able to get a peek behind the curtain. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So this is kind of where we are now. And like, this is where some of the progressions of character and just in general happen. And, ah, a lot of crazy shit happening. Yeah, I like where we're at right now. I think it's a cool section. Um, Here's the thing. Okay, I'm totally happy to release my intense no spoilers ban if you just give me like one more month. If you can wait until we get to chapter 100, then you can go wild and like, I will let you look up everything that you want. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Okay, so like I like no spoilers and I wanted you to go into this like experiencing it for the first time because I feel like most of us uh, have already read it and so like I think it's kind of fun to experience it with someone for the first time but that's not how you like to consume media so I think you'll have more fun if I just like stop being intense and an insane person and I'm happy to do that but I do request that you just wait just a little bit longer because there's one there's one big like surprise that I want you to just like not be expecting. Yeah. Yeah. No, no worries. And I it has been fun trying to be because that's the other thing where, you know, I like to spoiler my spoil myself for everything for the most part. But uh, one of the things that does get whenever there's something involving like a twist or a surprise, I always have that thought of like, oh, would I have caught on? Or, you know, there's that moment where it's like, I can't always judge necessarily plot twists as well as maybe I would have because it's like, well, I can't say for certain now if I ever would have thought, okay, this is where it's going. Or is it just because I knew that I knew to start looking for the signs, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. So I'm still probably not going to go super spoiler crazy. Like I said, it's just if I stumble upon something and I, I, I start getting FOMO because everyone's like, oh, my God, this latest chapter. And then it's yeah, like, well, I want to know that. what everybody's freaking out about. <laughs> it is a shame, though, because the last chapter is like a major breakthrough for certain characters. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, like, oh, OK, that's where we're going. But like, it's I mean, it was kind of already clear that things were going to eventually. Like, if you start with a problem, you're going to have to solve it. Yeah. <laughs> I just that rule was so batshit crazy. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Well, if it's in front of me, I can't not look. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't claim that it was a hinged rule. <laughs> a hinged person. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe in the future, now that I've uh, given the game up, I'm sure you can put Evangelina, don't look at this. <laughs> some, okay. Some sort of uh, symbol for like Evangelina, no. We can pick out an emoji <laughs> for it so you don't have to type out. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yes, I do love this arc. Now that you're finished with it, though, I can admit that this is 
my personal favorite. It kind of, okay, so it ties with another arc as my favorite, but this one gets pushed over because it has my favorite, like, Yona moment. And it's the moment where, like, I got attached to this series. So mm-hmm. this is my favorite arc. Yeah, I would say this has been my favorite so far. It's so good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Okay. Are we ready to get into and hopefully stay in our two chapter lane? No, because I have oh. things to say before we get into it. Okay. <laughs> I will not let you have our intro this week. Tell me the things. Um. Okay. But actually, now that we've looked forward, we can look back because our friend Munira sent me a parallel that I totally missed from a couple weeks ago and I was going to bring it up last week, but then I didn't put it in my notes. So I totally forgot because my brain jumps around like a squirrel. So I wrote it down this week. Okay, so back a couple weeks ago when Hawk was helping Yona sit up after being slashed by Hio and his men, she gets all flustered because he's speaking in her ear. And she reacts the exact same way as she does with Suan on horseback in the first chapter. Ah. Yeah, so it's like she's moving on and reacting the same way, like all girl in love. Yeah, good catch. Okay, and then uh, it's not, not related, but... Well, sort of related. Speaking of listeners, uh, thank you for the thick Rex. Anna on Twitter. Anna or Anna, I'm assuming that's your name. Um, yeah, so the ones I've read so far have been very fun. So thank you, because I never go on fanfiction.net, so I always exactly. appreciate Exactly. Here's the thing. Fanfiction.net is a hostile site to its consumers, just the hostile. way it's set up. It is the ugliest fucking thing. So we will never on our own venture there but if Mm -hmm. other people have already waded through the nastiness for us and picked out the (laughs) gems we will go to those gems okay and by nastiness we mean that i looked it up on my phone and there were like giant pages of ads where it just like you would scroll through two paragraphs which is not a lot on a phone and then you'd get a giant ad and then like a banner ad at the top that just like takes up and you just have to keep scrolling till you get more words and then you can read another five words before another ad it's just like unusable yeah. without an ad blocker and also it's hard to find like because you know because ao3 has that amazing tagging system and you can filter out the shit you don't like or it's like you know these are the tropes that i just absolutely do not will not read mm-hmm. and all of that so yeah, it's just really hard to organically for us go through fanfiction.net. Uh, I mean, it was fine when we were babies and it's all we knew. Actually, I never used fanfiction.net. Really? I was really into Harry Potter fanfiction. And so I would just use the like Harry Potter specific sites. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I got. Into. I, I can't remember. I feel like I have talked about it on the pod before, but Draco and Jenny.net was like my gateway. <laughs> and even before that, when I was younger, there was like some like GeoCities type Sailor Moon sites. But when I started getting back into fanfiction, I was pretty happy into fanfiction.net. And even basically people would do, because you know me, I love fairy tales and I would kind of write for the fairy tales section um, and then read some of my own where people were doing honestly really great original stories, honestly, like like fantasy stories, just like under the fairy tale banner. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. And I think officially it was like Hunger Games era because I can remember reading Hunger Games mm-hmm. fic on fanfiction.net and then finding the same fic on AO3 and then being like, wait, this is a really good site. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you talking about Finnick and Annie. And yeah. Yeah. I, I read feel like I think, the like screenshot was from fanfiction.net. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even if I were to go through all my bookmarks, I feel like that would probably be my first bookmark is a Finnick and Annie story that I had first read on fanfiction.net and they were like, oh, I've cross-posted it here. And I was like, oh, wait, this site is actually way better. (laughs) Actually way better, yeah. Well, and then I never looked back. (laughs) Uh, And now, uh, and you know, we've done other, um, the kink memes, of course. uh, Oh, yeah. That one's actually hostile. Yeah. <laughs> it's so impossible to use. Yeah. about that is just annoying. Yeah. Kink beams are hard to follow, but sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. And then, oh, remember Dream With and Live Dream? I was just going to say Dream With. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the last time I was on Dream With, it was for Merlin fanfic. Hmm. I uh, never found a Merlin 
fic that I enjoyed. Like, there were a lot that I were like, oh, okay, this is nice. But, like, nothing that really grabbed me. And I feel like it's because I didn't like the non-canon pairing. Oh, gotcha. You know, I just, well, I mean, I just, like, we have this theory that, like, the non-canon pairing always gets better treatment because, like, the people are passionate about it. It's like, you didn't give me what I needed in canon, so I'm going to write this. And it turns out to be this, like, beautiful work of art. Whereas canon pairings tend to be like really cute and fun and nice, uh, but just not. Do you like quite... Arthur Gwynn more than Arthur Merlin? Oh, I forgot Arthur Merlin wasn't canon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that show them. was really homosexual. It was. Oh my god, I forgot. I mean, I, I mean, you could argue that they are kid. I mean, he literally died. I mean, spoilers for BBC Merlin, um, but it's also super old. Um, and also, it's based on Arthurian legends. So of yeah, course he dies. But, like, Arthur literally dies in Merlin's arms. And even before it, it happens, he, like, literally tells him, hold me. It's very gay. Yeah, it's very gay. Although, I will say, okay, so I was reading one earlier today for Yona. Um, I've been, like, every time I hit, because I put this on, on Twitter, which is why I called for fan fiction. Um, every time we hit, like, a big Hawk Yona moment, which the one that we just hit was uh, him helping her sit up and, and taking care of her after being cut. Uh, makes me want to read fan fiction. So I was reading one recently, uh, well, rereading by Shanna Storyteller, who has one of my favorite Steric fics from back in the day. So I was like, no shit. Like years later, I found out she uh, wrote for Yona. Again, the Teen Wolf-Yona overlap is real. It makes no sense to me. But (laughs) the fact that it's bigger than you and me is baffling. Baffling. But yes, this was good. It was dozens of us. (laughs) there are at least five of us i'm sure of it um but yeah this one is uh really good it just sort of again it just like never really went anywhere it looked like it was the start of a series like she put it as a series but then just like never went never added anything to it which is fine it's kind of a standalone but it's basically like yona sees it's like a reimagining right um yona sees suan kill her dad but he doesn't see her so she runs away and she like keeps it a secret and she's like if i tell hawk then he's gonna kill suan for me and i don't really want that because who knows who's on suan's side and hawk might die and anyway that is to say, not all canon pairings have to be bad. It's just, I feel like I've always been hit harder by the ones that are not canon. Gotcha. So you, so what was your problem with Merlin? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just never really found an Arthur Merlin one that really, like, grabbed me and stuck with me, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know that I have any Arthur Merlin. My thing was always because I was obsessed with Sir Gawain. Well, Merlin Wayne was actually my like OTP, although I did enjoy Arthur, you know, uh, Merther. And there actually are quite a few good Merther or Merwain ones. Um, two of them to this day remain in like greatest fix I've read of all time. See, we're right on this theory. <laughs> the smaller and more obscure the uh, the relationship is, the better the fic. So that's fan fiction. Uh, keep sending us Rex. <laughs> You'll appreciate it. Yes. I think I'm far enough now in the series that I can start reading fan fiction. I'm still going to let you uh, filter them for me. Thank you. Yeah, actually, not a lot of them are too spoilery. Most of them just deal with the like father death. Oh. So, like, uh, especially the modern ones. Also, I'm writing one. Finally. With- sort of you in mind not really but like there is kind of something I wanted to mention but I don't think I'm going to because I want to send it to you to be like this is stupid oh well I like everything you write so oh thank you uh yeah mine is uh Lily Suan I was very inspired so we'll see maybe I'll never publish it but we'll see okay well, that was my corner. Did you have anything to say before we get into it? Uh, just that I'm very excited to go to Kansas City's Comic-Con tomorrow, Planet Comic-Con. Fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going, uh, I would like to meet Ralph Macchio because I love mm-hmm. The Outsiders and I love... Um, Cobra Kai. 
Cobra Kai. Yes, love Cobra Kai. Also, he was an Ugly Betty, and I loved Ugly Betty, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Archie. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm also, and I'm more excited for this one, mainly for my sister. I can't remember if I've talked about Monkey on the pod before, but my little sister, or Monkey, or Monk, as I call her, Jessica, she's 17 years, or she's 12 years younger than me. She's currently 17. Uh, and it's usually really hard to kind of like get her excited about things like this. Like same thing. That's like, I she hasn't gone to her first concert yet, for example. And I'm constantly trying to be like, Oh, would you, would you go to this concert? And she's just like, eh, eh, eh. Um, and same thing with the last comic con we went to, there wasn't like anybody that she was like super gung ho about seeing. Um, even though they tend to have lots of voice actors even cause she, she's really into, um, art and anime also pirates. I wonder if there's any good pirate animes. Anyway, but she actually is really excited to meet Bryce Pappenbrook. Pappenbrook? I'll have to check. But he is the um, American VA for Inosuke and Demon Slayer and also Aaron Yeager. Is that how you pronounce it? An Attack on Titan? Yeah. The main character? Yeah. And Jessica loves Attack on Titan. And she's also, she hasn't watched all of Demon Slayer, but what she, she does love Inosuke. So she's actually drawing him a whole fan art of like Inosuke facing the Titan. Um, oh, that's so cute. It is. And she's been, you know, sending me progress reports on it. And so she she was very gung-ho about seeing him. And um, so I'm just like very excited to like be. I'm also going to have him like sign something because I've got a cute little Inosuke bobble. Um, mm-hmm. And I do love Demon Slayer. I'm actually, I'm basically Disney bounding, but as demon slayer like I, i'm basically just going as like a modernized netsuko mm-hmm. my sister is going as a gender bent uh luffy from one piece oh fun yeah and um but yeah i'm just very excited to like see her shyly interact with this voice actor that she admires and show him her art she's uh my baby they grow so fast that is very cute. Also, she's not 17. She's perpetually uh, nine to me. <laughs> I forgot that children age. Yeah. <laughs> you said 17, and then you were like, no, wait, 12. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. You were like, no, 12 years younger. She's 17. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I know. It It really fucks me up. Honestly, she graduates from high school next year because she graduated pre-K the year we graduated high school. Yeah. So every time it hits me, like, like she's taking the ACTs this summer, um, and just like all, yeah. That's so wild. It freaks me out. <laughs> also, speaking of Inosuke, I found out today that he's hot underneath the boar mask, and I feel really lied to, and also I'm kind of mad that I think he's really hot. <laughs> I thought I told you that, because I told you, like, that was the big joke, is he's got this, um got like this really like feral crazy voice and you know like, mm. where's this boy and he's like fair and then you take off the mask and he's like literally like the prettiest boy um, okay that does ring a bell i for some reason didn't connect that and i thought you meant he just has like a nice body but no he has a nice face yeah and even it. it's it's a joke even too because like in the last arc that they had in the anime um where they were in the entertainment district and they all their little group all had to go undercover as um, sex workers mm-hmm. and like it was hard for him to get employment for Tanjiro and Zenitsu because they look oh. really ugly as women oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like as boys nobody wanted them and I was like what are you talking about they're cute no yeah because they're they're pretending to be women but Inosuke was snatched up like that because he's just so pretty love that for him but yeah he's he is actually i should have known you would have thought so because yeah dark hair blue eyed (laughs) (laughs) it's my catnip excuse me green eyed dark haired light eyed is your catnip Mm -hmm. yes so yeah so i'm just very excited gonna come on if uh i'll i'll hopefully have a little recap or something to give at the beginning of next pod on how it goes so Mm -hmm. i look forward to it Okay. Are we ready for Eyes the Color of the Same Sea? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so the chapter opens with Hawk being a leader in his own right. He tells Zeno to play messenger and warn Yona and the others about the ships, while he and Sheena keep an eye on the coast in case Hio comes to uh, meet the incoming merchant ships. 
Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first time he asks one of the dragons to do something. It's a subtle scene, but it it's like be. wildly. What's that? I said, I think it might be, yeah. I feel like it is, but my memory cannot be trusted. So thank you. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's an important scene because it shows that he's starting to trust the people around him. In the past, he'd always take things on himself. And we see that later, obviously. But here, he doesn't. Okay, so that's not to say that he hasn't relied on people in the past. He said on a couple occasions that he trusts Jihan Gija to keep Yona safe, but he's never actually asked them to. And I think it's an important distinction because of his severe trust issues at the moment. He trusts himself and, for the most part, Yona. He trusts the guys when forced, but here he's making the decision to trust Zeno without being like backed into a corner for it. Yeah. This is just a good couple chapters for Zeno in general. I feel like he's sort of, he's he's been accepted into the group as uh, yeah. reliable. Dare I say it, I'm start fucking right and I've started to not lie. <laughs> yes! Well, it's okay. I don't hate Geisha as much this round, so. He's just, yeah, he's helpful. I love that he calls her young lady. I do too. I love all his nicknames for her. And, well, for all of them, really. And he's just a sweet boy. Okay. I won't hold it over you, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you don't hate him as much anymore. <laughs> okay, back with Yona. Lily introduces the two groups while Yona glares at Suwon and he looks to be in shock. Okay, so taking stock of who knows what about who. Suwon, Judo, and the other bodyguard definitely know who Yona is. She knows who all they, they all are, but she doesn't know who Lily is. Lily knows Suwon as Juan and Yona as the boys, um, <laughs> Yona as the boys, Jesus, Yona and the boys as traveling performers. Mm -hmm. Jihan knows Suwon and Judo from the night at the inn, but they didn't really introduce themselves. They don't really know who they are, but they've met. Yoon and Gija know nothing about anything. Hawk and Sheena also know nothing uh, because they are far away at the moment. And Zeno is a big question mark we don't know what he knows yeah he's definitely you can tell in certain bits that he's insightful about things and it's like mm -hmm. some shit is happening here but yeah i don't know where exactly his head's at and i do think this whole section is really fun because this is such this scenario would be really fun in like a shakespearean comedy Mm -hmm. This whole thing where, uh, you know, all of this, this irony and people who are connected, but don't know they're connected. And it's like, oh, I know him. He knows you. But the circumstances make it so not fun for everybody <laughs> involved. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it would be comedic, except it's horrifying for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just Oh, maybe that's why I like it so much. It feels so fresh. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's funny you say that it would be fun in a Shakespeare comedy because I likened it to um, there's an episode of Friends where everybody finds out that uh, Chandler and Monica are dating. Oh, yeah. I was literally thinking about that when you said, okay, this is what everybody knows. And immediately in my head, I went, they don't know that we know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that we know that they know. <laughs> yes i have that like written in my notes word for word i love that episode so i was thinking maybe i love this stuff in yona so much because that's one of my favorite episodes of friends yeah and again a comedy this is a comedy scenario exactly but, but with people who have horrifying trauma between them so it's, <laughs> it's really fun yeah agree all right so it's all twisty Zeno fills everyone in on the incoming ships. Yona asks Lily to take her to an outcropping to see these ships coming in. Suwon startles at the sound of her voice. And I think uh, I want to save this for later in the arc, but it's his reaction to her doing anything proactive is super interesting to track here. Yeah. This, I think maybe the first time it's not the only time. So let's revisit this. Okay, Judo's like, hey, we should do something about that threat to your crown. And Suan's like, mm, nope, let's keep playing bodyguards. So that's where we're at. <laughs> also, Judo looked good today, as he always does. I'm waiting for Gente to return, but <laughs> I'm happy for you. 
All right, so the group sees the ships. I don't have much to say, except I did laugh at Zeno's speculation that maybe they're doing a group tour. Okay, so Lily is freaking out about war actually happening like her father warned. I do like that they're both sort of right in this context. And, like, she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, maybe my dad with literally years of experience over my zero experience was maybe right about it. But also, you can't just, like, lay around and do nothing. So they're both sort of right, which is also a good thing that Kuznagi does really well. Because it's the same thing with, like, Yona and Suan, where they're both a little bit right and both a little bit wrong. Uh, anyway, so the the person to calm her down is Suwan, who asks, shall we get them to leave then? Mm-hmm. And everyone's face. Everyone's face is so good. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then the boys are like, uh, yeah, let's do that. Because they love an insane person who looks at 100 enemy ships and calmly says, yeah, I could take that. <laughs> Lily vows to stay and fight because it's her land and by golly, she's going to protect it. Mm-hmm. Swan puts a comforting hand on her shoulder and tells her she has the greatest ability of all of them to help save the water tribe and then he'll do what he can to help. Yona does not like this. And the, the only thing I could think of as I was reading her being like, get the fuck away from Lily was, um, do you know that it's it sort of turned into a meme, but Demi Lovato t- tweeted one right after the other. They said, um, get a job, stay away from her. <laughs> all I could think of. I also really love this moment because it's once more like just put in Yona's shoes. First of all, it's got her growth because she's no longer just, she doesn't just like the first time she ran into him after the um, murder of her father, she was basically just like frozen and couldn't react. And of course that's how she reacted the night of the murder um, mm-hmm. but she's no longer just stays in that frozen or flustered space with Suwon and she has grown um to the point where she does snap out of it and recognizes him as a threat or sees him as a threat enough to be like, hey, no, get like like that that last bit of starry eyedness has kind of left her to the mm-hmm. point where she can stand up to him and be like, No, get away from her. Um it's also really nice to see her protective of Lily. Um, and also just how frightening this would be for her to have him near her because he's doing what he's showing the side of him that she always saw growing up that really cheerful, really supportive. Um, and she now knows that that's not all he is. And probably at this point thinks that that side of him is fake, Mm-hmm. which I would argue at this point that it's not, he, he, those are two genuine sides of him. I'm, I'm no longer looking for the shoe to drop with Sue. I, I do think those are two genuine parts of his personality, but to Yona at the very least, she either thinks that's all a lie or knows that that's not all he is. Mm-hmm. So to her, it's absolutely that, you know, quote, um, look, the innocent flower be the snake underneath that. I think we've quoted on this pod before. So mm-hmm. she knows that now. So to see him pulling that like nice guy, like do anything for you, look with this girl that she's really come to care for, like absolutely get away from her. Yeah, it is really cool. And it's nice to see like, because Yona and Lily are so similar that it's mm-hmm. it, it feels sort of cathartic in the way that like, I couldn't stand up for myself back then and I couldn't do anything about it, but I'm not going to let you do anything to anybody else that I care about. So it's like she's sort of standing up for herself and also making amends for, like, not being able to protect her father. Yeah. So just that she's able to be here and be like, first of all, get away from her. And then question, like, okay, what the are the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do like that she is really confused. Um, Because it is confusing. Like, Suwan is a confusing person. Just makes him interesting. All right. So, uh, yeah. So going along with that, she asks what Suan's intentions are. And he says, just now my intentions align with those of everyone else here. It's fun to see everyone be shocked by how much she hates Suan. Mm-hmm. They've never seen her like this. I think she's only ever been this angry with Taejun when he tried to kill Hawk and with Kunji right before she killed him. But like no one else was around for those moments. Except maybe Yoon, but I don't know if he was paying attention to her. Yeah. And also those were like obvious 
bad guys or people who've done obvious wrongs. And so these people mm-hmm. don't have that context of here's this perfectly nice guy. He's been protecting Lily. He helped Jiha last night. And they're like, what is wrong with her? Like Yona who yeah. loves everybody as long as they're kind, like what, why is she acting this way? That's a good point too. Yeah. And I like that people, nobody, well, I mean, Lily does sort of be like, yo, what's wrong? But I don't think any of the boys really do. They're just sort of like, okay, shit's weird right now. And like something is going on and we're just going to like keep an eye on it and Mm -hmm. uh, see where this goes because we trust Yona, but also Suwon's really nice. So like nobody really knows what's going on, but they're not immediately like Yona be nice. You know, they're just sort of like, I'm going to see where this goes. Okay, so Suwon decides that that's settled and asks Lily if she knows any wealthy merchants nearby they can borrow ships from. And also he wants to talk to local fishermen. I am entertained uh, by how much fun Jiha is having. He's like, you're just going to roll out on the ocean and ask them politely to leave. It's insane. I'm in. (laughs) He's good here. Uh, Okay, so they start to head off, but... Yona refuses to leave Lily alone with Suwon, so it's decided that Yoon, Gija, and Jiha will negotiate with the fishermen while Yona and Zeno go off with Lily and Suwon's group. I really like, uh, first of all, Gija has that hesitation to leave Zeno there, and Zeno gets this sort of like, bitch, did I stutter smile when he's finally like, <laughs> I said she'll be fine on my honor as a dr-. and it's just this very calm, but like. But that's what I labeled it was the bitch did I stutter smile. Like he's like, I've got this. <laughs> Do not question me. And then Geisha just tells him, okay, I have faith in you and leaves. Cause I'm just, I'm always really warm and fuzzy when friends believe in each other. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. One of the best things Teen Wolf ever did was, uh, I think it was, Lydia having issues and she's like I can't prove it I can't remember who it was it's between Lydia and Allison who says they're having issues it was it might have been the are you thinking of the Hotel California episode yes where she's like I know it sounds crazy but I'm hearing voices or I'm hearing this and Allison's like look after everything we've been through I believe you like is that what you're yes that It's so good. And and just like that one hit me because I'm like, there's so many examples of people being like, what? You're crazy. Just to like further the plot to be like, oh, shit. Now we actually have to deal with this. But for her to just be like, no, no, we've seen some crazy stuff. I believe you immediately. Let's fix this. It was lovely. So I feel like that's like the same situation here where it's like, no, no, we've been through some stuff. I do trust you. Yeah. So, yeah, Zeno's been accepted as a brother. So warm and fuzzy. Oh, also, I have, and I still think it would be very fun if this wasn't the yellow dragon and it was just some (laughs) random guy who stuck around because they fed him once. (laughs) Okay. So, next, Lily leads her group to a Sensui Commerce Association meeting. Even though they're not rich, they have ships Suwon can use. The merchants basically pull a little girl you don't know what you're talking about and are interrupting grown men talk by now. Even after someone bursts in to confirm South Kai ships are heading their way, they ignore Lily's requests and start talking about appeasement or moving elsewhere to avoid them altogether. Finally, Lily yells at them to have some courage. Are they really going to roll over and let Kai have everything they want? She'll do the work. She just needs the resources. Is this when she startles Suwon? Yeah. Love those pants. (laughs) She bangs her fist on the wall and not only scares him, but you get that next panel where he's just, again, when when Kusanagi does those like big scared eyes, Mm -hmm. there's no other facial features but the scared eyes. It's just him being like, you startled me. (laughs) (laughs) See, it was the smile that broke me for him. He just has this like a frozen smile of like awkward terror. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a little you startled me. Yeah, <laughs> which again, unflappable Suwon mm-hmm. can be startled. Have we gotten into this? I don't know if it's appropriate to get into it at this point, but I feel like it might be. So like, I've talked before about Suwon being a step ahead. Yeah, please do stop me if I've actually brought this up before. But um, 
Suan is always like intellectually a step ahead of everybody. And uh, yeah. it was like, I think we talked about this with the, with the, with the battle against the fire tribe chief. Yes. So to have Lily just like completely surprise him right and left, like he can never predict her. She's just like the embodiment of chaos is so intriguing to me because there are very few people that catch him off guard and that he can't predict and she's one of them once more we have a suan and lily agenda and if anybody wants to write these things oh my god please write them i keep trying to lure one of my writer friends into writing for them but uh we always need more okay anyway the merchants say that they're afraid that they'll be killed if they try to fight, and Lily calls them all cowards again and orders them to give them her to give her their ships. Yon and Suan's faces again are very funny here. They're like, oh, that's a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the merchants say that she won't be able to provide troops no matter how much money she has. So this is all moot anyway, and she's like, if you provide the troops, will you give me your ships? Cut. Two, Hawk and Sheena, who are joined by Jiha, Yoon, and Gija. Oh my god, I just now noticed Gija's... (laughs) I was just going to say, Yoon got this like really nice ride on his back, and then if you notice, Gija's in the background just like hoofing it. (laughs) He's like Tom Cruise running back there. (laughs) So mean to him. (laughs) But it was very funny. Oh my god. Jiha fills Hawk in about Yona staying behind with random bodyguards Lily picked up. And Hawk is immediately like, nope, can't trust her with strangers. I'm going back to her. Which is what we were talking about earlier. Literally only trust the dragons. Yeah. Gisha says Yona will be alright. Zeno promised. The last scene is Hawk looking back like, alright, but I have a bad feeling about this. And my last note in all caps is, you should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Okay. We're setting up some drama. And then on to chapter 89. 89 is called A Faceless Ally. The chapter opens with Hio basically yelling, how do you like them apples at no one? So he's having a normal moment. Yeah, he's doing his cartoony villain shit again. He really is getting more cartoonish as this arc goes on. He sure is. Oh, well. I did love the angry-looking hawk on the cover of this volume, which is a good uh, taste of what will be later. It is always uh, a good look for him when he uh, goes wild and goes very angry. And uh, I also really enjoyed the inside cover art of Moondock with the little babies. Huh. I think I might have missed that. You missed it? Yeah, it's so I have cute. To look that up. Yeah, it's um Moondock over uh baby you know, the baby trio. Oh man, Hawk really does look good. This is volume sixteen, by the way, if anybody's curious. And I now have Oh yeah, they are Oh my god. I, I think I did miss this because I would have called this out. Yeah, with the the trio. Yeah. All perfectly in character as they were as children. Suwan's just happy to be there. Yona's oddly a little bit startled and Hawk looks annoyed. <laughs> perfectly in character. I love my children. And so does Moondock. And so does Moondock. Okay, so after Hio, uh, we cut to Lily and her group outside the Water Tribe soldiers' garrison. They ask to see Captain Ranmaru, to which the guards basically say, who are you? Suwan name drops Lily, and she's like, son of a bitch, you did that without my permission. Yes. (laughs) That's when it's revealed to Yona who Lily actually is. Yes, and now we've got the flip side of them taking each other by surprise. (laughs) Lily and Suwan. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, they always take each other by surprise. Somebody write us a thing. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So we're just going to continue with Lily Suwan shippy stuff because I have, again, they make a good team. She has drive, but no direction. He's very good at direction. So he's like, this is where you should aim that intensity. And she's like, Roger that. And just like goes full force ahead. They work very well together. 
Captain Ranru tells her they're not supposed to act without the chief's say-so. So Lily flashes the Water Tribe seal and she's like, what about now? Yeah. Also, how itchy must Suwan be uh, in this situation? Because it's everything he hates. He's saying, ah, bureaucracy. Worse bureaucracy under a chief who despises war. And isn't that just what he hated about King Eel? Oh my god. I didn't pick up on that. You're so right. I mean, he also had the added layer of King Eel killed my dad, which Mm. I still don't know anything about. I don't know if we ever touch on that again. But at the very least, this idea of a leader who is so hellbent on peace and everything just gets locked up in these processes that are really ineffective and people suffer because of it. So him just having to do this dance again and being like, ugh. No, it really is. God, that's such a good observation. I t- that totally went over my head. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so that taken care of. The captain says that they're small in numbers and that they need reinforcements. So Watt says he has a plan. Just get the ships and the troops to shore. And then he says, plus we have a secret weapon, don't we? The Thunder Beast. With him, it's impossible for us to lose. Da-da. And also, Suwan still believes in Hawk. That was like almost word for word in my notes. I have Suwan still thinks Hawk is the best fighter in the world after all this time. <laughs> Cut to said Thunder Beast faced with a whole group of beautiful young ladies. They're traditional Sensui female divers, and Suwan wants to help them and wants them to help with the plan. So I was thinking, because I, I feel like I read something. I don't remember if this is like exactly what it was, but I feel like I read an article about divers somewhere in Asia that were like made up of, it was like an all-female group. Oh, really? And so I Googled it and I found something. I don't know if this is what it was, but um, there is a group in Japan called AMA. They are pearl divers and they're mostly female. And this has nothing to do with anything, but apparently they can hold their breath for about seven minutes. Oh, impressive. Yeah, I know. Deeply impressive. They're also delighted to be there. I'm so happy for them. Although I do feel for poor Sheena in the side of the panel having this sensory uh, slash social overload. He's just turned around away from the women and just going, so many people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I think I missed that. <laughs> I Okay. I guess I have to just read this chapter over again. I don't know where I was. <laughs> right and left <laughs> oh poor Sheena it's like too many girls you just want to be alone okay so then Hawk and Jiha chat about Lily's bodyguard and the plan for the divers Jiha says he's probably used to giving orders and gut instinct is that he is trustworthy the uh, nameless bodyguard they're met by the water type soldiers who look a little you know not like soldiers Before we find out why, we cut to Kai merchants. Apparently drugs and money don't matter at all. What they really want is to destroy the water tribe and then they can destroy the rest of Koka and take it over. Because it should be easy, right? After all, their new king is only 18. He doesn't get to say much more before Jiha and Gija hop on board and start the battle. Yes, I also love this panel of them just really stony faced Gija on Jiha's back with Tada. <laughs> See, I really liked the line that uh, they're like, who the fuck are you? And Jiha's like, we're pirates. I love that too. His face at we're pirates is so fun. I was like, you get to be a pirate again. It's so fun. I love that for you. I know the like pirate section of the first arc is my least favorite, but it does sort of make it worth it to get this moment. Yeah. It's like, Yay. Also, what was this line when Jiha and Gija pop up? And why are you carrying him? Are you bosom friends? Uh, it, do you think Kuznagi is trying to uh, subtly tell us something? Because <laughs> I was like, well, I was going to say, the only time I've heard the term bosom friend is with Anne of Green Gables with her and Diana, where she like mm-hmm. makes her swear to be bosom friend. And I was like, okay, that's platonic. Although also Diana and Anne are super fucking gay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, super homosexual. Hilariously so. Yeah. So I was going to say, I don't know if that's the best example of heterosexuality, but I was like, maybe for that time, I was like, but here it almost sounds like you're asking if they're butt buddies. 
<laughs> yeah, it is a really dated term. I wonder if they used that because they are from Kai, so technically a different nation, and maybe they just don't. Maybe they have different like slang terms, mm. you know. So like, best friend is something else, and it, it just like the easy way to convey that is to make it an outdated term. Because yeah, bosom buddy is like something my grandmother would say. Yeah. Which is that's even a question also. Like, why are you carrying it? Like, these two people just landed on your ship out of nowhere. <laughs> right. A man left from the sky and landed on your ship and you're worried about him having another man on his back? Yeah. I think your priorities might be a little backwards. <laughs> God bless. Okay, so during the fight, we learned that the Water Tribe soldiers are pretending to be pirates as well, so that they don't look like they're attacking Kai with Koka's army, because that would be justification for Kai to start a war. Hawk asks if that was also Lily's bodyguard's idea, and you know he's thinking, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, his some bullshit is happening meter is beep, 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 beep. And also, I think it also really highlights, again, even though hawk is at least not in the know hawk and suwan work really well together because suwan is this mastermind for tactics and hawk is just amazing in like the battle and like the physicality parts Mm -hmm. of it so again suwan's you know moving all these pieces for hawk so again they're being this really great team hawk doesn't know it yet and hawk wouldn't want to be on the same side as him at this time oh my god you're so right because he does know that hawk is out there on the battlefield so of course he's working around hawk and he's like all right hawk can handle this part i just gotta get him what he needs oh my god i'm on some galaxy brain shit (laughs) you are (laughs) god we gotta let you read a header (laughs) more often Also, Hawk and Suwon. Oh my god. There's just so much there. Okay, so Captain Ranmaru says that he's glad he trusted Lily's group and Hawk. And, um, no, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Ranmaru says he's glad he trusted Lily's group and Hawk, all cocky, is like, oh, did a red-haired girl say something nice about me behind my back? And Captain Ranmaru says, no, it was Lily's bodyguard. He said we'd win the day because the Thunder Beast was here. Dun, dun. Uh, Hawk looks stricken. He is shooketh. Yeah, because I feel like there, there are only a few people that it could be, and even fewer that are smart enough to pull stuff off like this. So I think he doesn't want to admit it to himself, but he already pretty much knows who it is. Yeah, you don't want it to be true. Uh, Does not. Because that means Yona's with him. Yeah. The worst eventuality. And also we had that line again of just who are you? And this time Hawk's like, just think of them as weird performance artists. I love that this is the new thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's true. They started as bandits and now they're like circus performers. Yeah. (laughs) Which is also perfect because... Again, you know, just like they're all freaks. They cannot stop being freaks. <laughs> we are freaks for a living. <laughs> Might as well lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is this is where uh, we find out that the, the divers are being used to dive and put bombs on the bottom of ships and blow them up. Which is such a cool idea. Yes. And again, they're so happy to help. (laughs) They are. They're really happy to help. And they have such cute outfits, too. Like, all their little, like, mini skirts fit their hips perfectly. They look very nice. I love these divers so much. They have, like, no lines other than, like, hello, we're here. But (laughs) they're really cute, and I love them. But they're the best. Uh, Yeah, so apparently this is... There is a real-world counterpart to this sort of thing. Uh, the bomb is called a limpet mine. They were designed in 1938, so just in time to be used in World War II and beyond. But yeah, apparently there are mines specifically designed 
to uh, be able to be carried down by divers to put on the side of ships. Right on. Interesting stuff. So the chapter ends with Hio being told the South Kai reinforcements are under attack and Yona has been spotted again. Dun dun dun. Also, I can admit now that we're at the end of this chapter. It's the reason I couldn't stop reading because I was really wanting to get to Hawk and Suwan mm, having mm-hmm. to face each other again. So I was like, I just need to keep reading until we get there. <laughs> <laughs> fair but she's done a really good job building that anticipation right yeah i kind of want to get there at the moment (laughs) i'm like come on we just gotta go how's he gonna react to seeing his old friend with his not yet girlfriend but basically girlfriend the love of his life the love of his life is a better way to put it okay so that's it for this week do you have anything you wanted to add did i miss anything uh nope unless you have any uh comments to go over no, not really. The comments weren't really that interesting. I think there were a couple, but it was that basically sucks. just like two really good chapters. But... I know. Someday we'll have good ones. Well, I'll go ahead and take us out then. Uh, as always, you can find us on social media. We are the Yona Pod uh, at Gmail and on Twitter. We are the Yona Podcast on Tumblr. And if you ever want to hit up our personal Twitters, Alex is instead of writing without the A, and I am Witchy Evan. So, yeah, come hit us up. Cool. Okay. Well, then, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you back before next week when Hawk may or may not confront Suwon. I yes. don't remember how long it takes to get to I that. Know, but... I couldn't tell you either. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember the exact number of chapters I had to read ahead. <laughs> it's coming eventually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, bye. Bye. Bye.